Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Right, up early this morning on this Tuesday morning because it's a West Ham media day today. So we're going to head down there, try and get some stuff for a Ramble Meets. Andy and I are going to go down there with a couple of the team. Andy's going to pick me up in a minute. And, yeah, we're going to go down there. I think, so, basically, what what football clubs tend to do now, particularly in the Premier League, is that they will have media days. So, all their sponsors, all the people with a kind of interest or, or press passes or a vested interest in, in interviewing players or coaches or whatever it is, they'll condense it down to doing it on sort of one day every so often so everyone goes down there on the same day so if you see a load of in this case West Ham stuff coming out over the next week or two it's because they've had their media day every club does it every so often but on like a different day so yeah we're going to do that go down there see what we can find out um, hopefully line up an interview or two with some players or certainly some people of interest the top brass and I and uh, we'll see what we can see but before I do any of that I'm going to uh, have a cup of tea, I think. And apologies if you can hear Magnus the cat cleaning himself in the background. Um, He will not do that quietly. Right, let's go. Let's find the top brass. It should be parked outside. Morning, pal. How you doing? How are you? Good, mate. Good. Hello. Right. Hello. Oh, bloody hell. I, I'm sick of the sight of them. I know, right? <laughs> How's it going, Chad? You okay? Yeah, good, mate. Good. Come on, have you got enough room back there? Yeah, yeah. Good. Just chat to me. Just have a conversation. Andy, have you seen um, any of Breaking Bad? <clears throat> no, I have not seen much of it. I think I saw the first episode and didn't watch the rest of it. But um, do have you seen? There's that thing El Camino. Yeah, I just watched now. it. Yeah, it was good. El Camino. Yeah, did you see them sit and sit at each other like straight on? That's on record as well. Oh, no. you know. <laughs> exactly. That goes straight back to the boss, doesn't it? That. Yeah, throw some shade at me later. Actually, uh, I'm ready. So you're cool. You okay, great. That voice you heard there was James Saban, kit manager for West Ham United. Uh, I was keen to talk to James to find out what kind of role a kit manager plays at a top club in 2019. Uh, It's a really important job and one that is absolutely vital in keeping a club ticking over. I'm always fascinated to hear from people who feel a bit like unsung heroes in such a well-known industry. Uh, And James was great to talk to and, of course, very generous with his time. Uh, He was also kind enough to take me on a tour of his department at West Ham's training ground as well, so listen out for that. Uh, Many thanks to West Ham and our sponsors Betway for making this episode happen. And of course, let me know what you think by getting in touch with me on Insta and Twitter, at Luke Aaron Moore. And don't forget to subscribe to Football Ramble Daily, wherever you get your pods, to make sure you never miss an episode. All right, enjoy. 
So, James, thank you for joining us. Why don't you tell us a bit about what your job specifically of kit manager entails? So basically, just to make sure all the first team players, coaching staff, have got everything they need day to day, whether that be training sessions, matches, practice games, anything they can throw off, throw at us that we just have to deal with. Right, so it could be anything. Day. It could be anything, yeah. So I think if people were to imagine what a kit manager's job would be, it would just be a case of making sure that the shirts and shorts and everything are lined up for them when they turn up in the dressing room. But there's a lot more to <laughs> it's it. There's a lot more to that, isn't it? It's yeah. a, like the logistics side of things, like of how we travel, how we get there. Uh, so I'll use this weekend, for example. So one of my assistants will travel early with all the kit. I'll fly up with the team and the players, once I've got all the boots, trainers right. after, tra after they finish training with them. So then they, the boots, that when they come in from training, have to be turned around, like washed, all the mud off training, off the training pitches packed and then taken with us, get met at the other end. Then right. we go to the, the stadium and lay out and right. ready for the game. So that, so you guys look after cleaning the boots down, not the Yeah, no, nah, since I've started here, which was 12 years ago, sorry, Don't which I started here 12 years ago, we've always looked, the kit men have always looked after the first team boots. Right, okay. Yeah, that, that, I think that sort of stopped a long, Did it? long time ago, yeah. So the, the YTS, although it's not YTS now, but the, the academy players, no. they don't need to look after them? No, I think some clubs still do it. But so they we, wash their own boots, the kids? The kids there, the kids look after their own boots. Whether they train, uh, whether they travel, they're given to the kit man to travel with them, but they, they're in charge of their own footwear. Okay. But down to, like I said, Adidas now, just, so all the Adidas players I've got in here now, which I think is about 11 to 12 of them, They've all changed into different boots for for the weekend. So right, okay. So it's a case of making sure that everything they need, which I know roughly what they need, yeah, is ready, so they can wear them in this week, ready for the game on on Saturday. Right. So if you've got if you've got players, say as you say, eleven players in the squad who are looked after by a certain boot manufacturer, yeah. and they will get in touch with you, will they, and say that we've got this new boot we want people to wear? Where is the the, the reps will contact myself. Yeah. about trying to come into the training ground to look, just to catch up with the players, basically. That might happen up, say, once every sort of three months, two months, okay. depending on how quickly they change the boots. Other than that, it'll just be, if a player requests a new, new pair of boots ready for the weekend, just right. making sure that that comes in in time, ready for, say, Thursday the latest so that they can wear them, wear them in, break them in for the weekend. And how do I deliver? Do you just get them order them and they come in? Yeah, they just all get delivered down to here, to the training ground, and we'll sort them out. We've got boot steamers up the top, what does that involve? So basically an hour, hour, 45 minutes before training games, we'll put the players' boots in. Not all players need it or want it, but it just, just makes the boot a lot softer. So when they slide their feet in, right. it's a lot easier for them. Like a lot of them might have like niggling toe problems or something like that. It just makes it easier for them to get the boot on. And it, it's, like, so it's just like basically like a kettle, really. really. It's the only way to describe it, yeah. But we'll travel with them, home games, away games. Mm. So. It's just making sure whatever the player. So you're the prep with. guy for basically for everything. Yeah. For all the players and the coaches. Yeah, all the coaches. Yeah. Make sure the equipment is ready for training. Uh, so right, obviously you've seen the phone call. Yeah. We've just changed over into the new winter ball this week, so it's the first day the boys are using it. So five days before the game, get them ready. So what's can, the difference between the summer ball and the winter ball? Well, one's white, one's yellow. That's it's it. Like, it's just a high vis. Okay, right. Look, might be. A, it's not like a Formula One car tire. No, 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 no. <laughs> it's, not, it's not a tire change. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, it's just a change of ball. Yeah. So that they're ready for the weekend, really. So you've actually got quite a lot to think about all the yeah, time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you try and like say if we had a cup game this week, and the boys were in training, we'd have changed into the cup ball. So the boys got two days of that ball ready, so they get the feel of it because. 
just to get a feel of a different ball and whatnot. The goalkeepers especially, so they can get their, they call it, they get their eye in. So right, okay. it's just to get them adjusted to it all. And do you make yourself kind of available as a go-to guy for all the players and coaches if they need anything at yeah, all? Yeah, if they so need they anything. they contact you directly? Yeah, they'll come, if they've got any problems, they'll sort of come in. Like the boys have just been in the gym this morning. Most of them have changed now to go back outside. Mm. Like whether, whether they've sweated a lot in the gym sort of thing. It's just to be there for mm. them, basically. How many um, shirts, shorts and socks does, do you prepare for for each player for a match day? We prepare, we take four, four sets of shirts for each, each player. Right. Some might carry a little bit more. That's just depending on if they prefer a long sleeve. Where the play players over the year, they couldn't decide if they were one size or another size. So you'd make sure that size was ready along with that size. Mm. So it's, it's each player's preference. So we carry, minimum we carry four. So we went one for the first half, one for the second half. Then we've got a, a, a blood bag, we call it, which sits on the, the bench with myself. If an emergency requires a player as a head injury and blood gets spilt on the shirt, shorts or the socks, it's just there. 90% of the time I never have to, have to yeah. touch it, but it's just there to, as in when required. Right, so you, would you call yourself, would you consider yourself to be like an, an admin king? <laughs> no. Fully organised. How big's your team? Uh, there's three of us. Like, so it's myself and I've got two assistants. I've got uh, my old boss, funny enough, Pete. Yeah. He does the laundry, so we all come in at like half past one, two o'clock this afternoon and make sure everything's turned around, ready for tomorrow. So we then, we'll come in in the morning, yeah. everything will be washed and dried. We just put it out on each player's and coaching spot on their peg in the changing rooms. How long have you been doing this job? This is my 12 years I've been here now. At West Ham? At West Ham. I started off in the academy yeah. with uh, Tony Carr. Yeah, of course. Yeah, with yeah, Tony yeah. Carr, then slowly over the years, got myself promoted and then promoted again. And then yeah. just, I've been, I was Pete's assistant for six years. Okay. So that was been under the Big Sam era. Yeah. And then I took over, 2016 I took over, which okay. was when we first moved into the stadium. Yeah. And moved to, moved to here. How much has it changed in the years you've been doing it? Oh, so it's changed a lot. It's changed a lot. You, you're, uh, I say you got the players back and call, but you've got to think of things that you wouldn't necessarily think of. Like we carry a hairdryer with us. Really? Not just for like the players after the game. Yeah. Just for if the boots are wet, things like that. Little silly right. little things like I carry hairbands, things like that. I won't tell you who they're for or, <laughs> or who they were for, but little things like that that you wouldn't think of. Inner souls, we carry inner souls for each player, which we carry a lot of, we carry a lot of kit daily and then on the away game you like moving ass on, a, on an away game right because obviously you haven't got you haven't got the assurance of just running getting something from your lockup. you've mm. got what you pack is what you take sort mm. of thing so but back in the day it would have been i mean you i mean presumably the players would just get chucked a shirt and yeah you leave, make that last as long as you can kind of thing yeah yeah we've got some players that don't tend to swap shirts but then we've got some that will Popular players will yeah. swap a lot of shirts, but most of them are always good. They always come up to you and they always like feel a bit bad if they swapped a shirt. But really? it's, it's part of football now. They, get, they get asked a lot now, what with social media and yeah. and whatnot. It's like this weekend, the shirts are being auctioned from right. the Everton game. Right. So they're going to Children in Need, okay. which was part of Everton's and the club's arrangement. In a couple of weeks' time, we've got the poppy shirts. Yeah. So we're just now prepping shirts for them. So you've got to be across all that kind of stuff? Yeah, yeah, we try and plan two, three games in advance just right. to get ourselves a, give ourselves a fighting chance. Yeah, yeah, Especially yeah. when, 
especially now after the next international break, we're coming into the busy period of Christmas. Yeah. Whereas like normal businesses shut, say like the 20th of December. Yeah. I've got to make sure that all my stock of numbers, letters, everything that I can contact from Adidas Nike that yeah. I've got in well before that, just so it can see me through yeah. three or four games. Yeah. Because obviously normal businesses shut down. Yeah, yeah. And probably don't open until early January. So yeah. I've got to make sure that like whether that be boots or little things, it's all catered for for that period and as well. Because I wonder if people just <laughs> just think that you, you you get the kit out, you put it out, you wash oh. it, and it's not really a full-time job because... No, that's what people think. Yeah, yeah that's but what people think. But it's full on. It's full on, yeah, it's full on. I was in this morning from six o'clock, right. getting things ready for when they arrive. And that's every training day, basically? That's every training day, yeah. Yeah, that's every training day. I heard a kind of rumour about um, the type of socks that players like to wear. Yeah, yeah, there's all different types of socks going around. Don't they wear different ones on their feet to what they wear on their legs? Um, as I say, each player's different. Each player's got their own Routine, preference, whatever, and yeah. reference and whatnot. Uh, some are low maintenance, some are high maintenance. Mm. We have got these different socks for different players, but it's all knowing what the player likes. I've got 19 lads up there, 20 or 20 odd lads up there that as long as I know what they like, it's there for them. And yeah. also I carry, we carry spares, yeah. just in case someone changes their mind. But yeah, there's all different kinds. Because you're, cause you're a, I mean, you're a details guy then, really. Because, yeah. Because, because a lot of people would say at the very top level of sport, it's those little details that make a difference. Yeah, it is, yeah. So you feel like you can really make a contribution doing that? I feel so, yeah, I feel so. If, if, if a player doesn't shout my name on a match day, yeah. or, or especially match day, then I feel like I've done my, yeah. I've done everything right that I could have done to yeah. make sure the boys are well prepared. Yeah. It's only a small part, but it's a, it's a big part on a daily, yeah. daily basis, or on a, on a match day basis. Right. Have you ever had a, like a, a, a big bollock in? <sighs> Years ago, but that was quite a funny one, but I won't go into it. Uh, <laughs> Can you tell me the story about saying the names? Uh, as a player who's left now, it was, I was, I must have been, no, this is going back a few years ago, obviously like, day before a game we go around, what boots you want, what boots you want. And so I'll sort of lay the boots out and the boys will come in and change and then I'll pack them. So it's like that. But we was, I was doing it for a lad called Guy DeMille. Yeah, he was a really, yeah, really, guy, really good guy. Yeah. And I remember playing, we, he was coming back from injury and uh, he, he'd given me his boots, but I never checked them. Right. He'd given me two left, two left feet. <laughs> right. So I was just, so we made a little joke out of it, but luckily yeah. obviously he had spares there. Yeah. So it was just like a little funny one. Like I was yeah. like, well, you only lose your left foot to stand on sort of thing. I had a bit of banter with him, but that's the only thing I can remember. It weren't really a bollocking, it was yeah. okay. But no, yeah. there's been close shaves where you think, yeah. there's, 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 I remember watching the uh, Man City documentary and the kit guy there, I don't know if you've seen it. Yeah, 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 he, Brandon. Yeah, he's kind of like the, yeah. Not like a mascot, because that sounds like mean, but like he's kind of like a focal point. They yeah. kind of get behind him. Do you say, find yourself in, in the centre of it a lot? Yeah, you have a bit of banter with the lads. Are you, you there for like a team talk before the game and everything? We're in the change room from the moment we arrive on the match day. So you're just seeing as part of it? And, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'll be in there when, when the manager's giving his final instructions or, yeah, okay. and when the captain's saying a bit. So it's, you're just there in the background tidying up. In case they need you, kind of In case thing. they need you. There's always like, as I say, with the boots team, there's always like, a stud that need tightening or yeah. someone, oh, I need another pair of socks. It's, it's, it's things that happen on, on a match day you can't account for, if that makes sense, because yeah. there'll be something that'll be thrown at you yeah. last minute. 
Because we see we see um, sometimes players changing their boots during the game, don't they? Yeah, yeah. So yeah. you'll be off down the tunnel trying to find them and bring them back again. Yeah, yeah. Pressure's on. <laughs> Pressure's on. Run yeah. it back. <laughs> she wear one of those big coats where you can open up and you've got everything you need in there. Well, we carry um right, in the blood bag. We carry we we have spare stuff in there like studs, stud keys, yeah. cigarette lighters because players burning the ends of their laces and things like that. Tell us a bit about that. Why do they do that? Uh, it's just to get the they don't like the the long lace, so they'll cut it. Right, so I'll cut okay. the lace and it'll meet too So it's not flapping around, but Yeah, just to stop it like flapping around. Not all the boots have got laces on them now, have they? No, you've got some that are laceless. Well, I'd say about three or four of the lads up there have got laceless boots. I think that's because they're lazy. Right, okay, <laughs> really, okay, right. Yeah, but no, it's all down to each player what they prefer on a boot. Like some, some of them had their boots modified. Like that's when the Adidas guy have come in previously and literally measured the boys' boots mm. and, and, and scanned their, scan their feet so the boot is... That's how detailed it is. Yeah, that's like bespoke, detailed. almost like yeah. it was like a bespoke suit kind of yeah, thing. Yeah, there's, there's three or four lads that have their boots up there detailed. Where are we actually going? Nowhere. Do you want me to go to BP? What about yeah. Gospot? Sure. I mean, Gospodia. you could probably get some crisps and sandwiches and stuff. Yeah. I don't think we want to go much further, do we, really? Uh, McFurder? Oh, there's a Londis there. <laughs> Hold on. Living the dream. Let me see how McFurder it is for a cheeseburger. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80 percent less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up Quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. That's Quince.com slash upgrade. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. This episode of the Football Ramble is sponsored by BetterHelp. Life throws many different challenges at us, and as a result, we all have our own sources of stress. Whether big or small, those stresses can impact our lives in unpredictable ways, and if we don't address them, they can have an outsized and unwanted impact. Therapy is a safe place in which we can address these issues, learn to understand them, and find ways to work through them. Having therapy can be beneficial to anybody, not just people who've experienced major traumas, even if you may have not considered it before. It could be simply a time for you to get things off your chest, a way to learn positive coping skills or how to set boundaries. Ultimately, it can be whatever you need it to be. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. All you have to do is fill out a brief questionnaire and BetterHelp will match you to a licensed therapist. You can even switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. 
Visit BetterHelp.com forward slash Ramble today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com forward slash Ramble. I'll look after you, mate. How you going, mate? I don't know. Uh, oh, I don't know what I want either. I'll have a... Um, can I have the uh, set five breakfast, but can I have scrambled eggs? Set five with scrambled eggs. Scrambled egg, yeah. Perfect, thank you. I remember also reading something interesting a while back about Wayne Rooney, about how before a game... He would like to have his kit laid out so he could visualise what he's going to be wearing and so he can go and visualise doing what he's doing. Do you have any kind of requests that players make for that kind of stuff? No. Do they want to know what they're going to be wearing we or what colour no, it is? I used to have Andre Ayew, when he first come in, like everything, obviously everything on a match day is like you try and make it as pristine as possible. And he used to come in, he used to not wind me up, he used to think, he used to come in off his peg and throw it on the floor. Right. And you think, why'd you yeah. do that? Like, yeah. So the next week he comes in and does it again. I'm like, and it was bugging me for about a month. I was like, Andre, why'd you do that? He goes, yeah. just so used to doing it. Because it's my own little... It's like, okay. superstition. Yeah. Like, just used to put it on the floor. Obviously, uh, obviously they've got a seat and then the kits lay behind their seats. So yeah. It's all sitting there. And he just... Because I just use it like that way. Because I'm sitting down. Right. Like, okay. Disrespectful to a man doing No, no, no. But it's, it's just how he is. It's just yeah. how he is. You don't, you don't know any other superstitions that players are? <sighs> They've all got their own rituals. I wouldn't say they're superstitions. Like, a couple of them will change after the warm-up completely everything. Right. Then at half-time, they'll change completely everything. Really? Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, where you get on the other side of it, you get lads that don't. Once they're in, like, they sort of... Yeah. Like you say, um, like, they won't even change their shirt at half-time. They're like, no, once I'm in... I'm yeah, I think it would be weird to change your shirt at half-time. I'm surprised yeah. there were so many of them do it. No, some of them do it. Well, majority of them do it. Some... Uh, I'm just trying to think of the starting eleven. I think 10 of them will change. Will they? Yeah, 10 of them will change. Will they? But obviously we're on hand if they don't change. So we've been, always bring it up. We go to, obviously when we used to go to Stoke, when I was in the Premier League, you can, you've got to account for anything that could happen in that 90 minutes of football. Right. And I remember can go to Stoke, pulling in the car park and he was sun shining. Yeah. Then by 10 minutes into the game, you've got snow, house, Right, so you get, go and get the gloves. Yeah, 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 yeah. See, so at half time, you account for everyone changing everything. And yeah. Like, we was in China for pre-season. And obviously it was so hot. So even the boys that don't normally change at half-time are changing everything because it's just that much sweat on their sure. kit. So they all want to towel down, they all want to change. And so you've got to account for every, every sort of situation, really. Are you responsible for kind of lining up stuff for the hydration and all that kind no, of stuff? No, we've got uh, sports science boys. That, they do that? Yeah, they'll put it all out. Be fair, obviously when we travel with the van and when we travel abroad, They'll load up equipment-wise what they need. We just have to tell them, say, so, look, the van is leaving at this time. Get it in there. Make sure it's all loaded on. And be fair, it works between uh, across uh, analysts, medical boys, sports scientists. Just make sure everything is on. Yeah. What they need for the game is, is loaded up, ready to go. And then we'll just put it in the changing room for them. And they'll, they'll lay it out appropriately. Yeah. How many um, pairs of boots does a player go through a season? A season, quite a lot. Cause I find it, I find it curious that they'll change boots so often because I feel like you get blisters and stuff like that. Um, a lot of boys do change often. A lot of boys don't. Well, not a lot. I say once someone's comfortable in a boot. Like I'll use Nose for example. Once yeah. he's comfortable in a boot, he'll sort of stay in that boot for a little while. Whereas so he's old school. Uh, 
I wouldn't say that. I think just I think it's just more a comfort thing. Once mm. he's comfortable, worn that boot in, he's happy. Whereas you've got other players that can wear a new boot one day, and then a new boot another day. They're just it's just they're all. Because when when I was a kid playing like amateur football, you get a pair of your Copa Mondiales, yeah. you put them on, you wear them in the bath to, to mould them to your yeah, feet. Yeah, no, this is what this boot steam was for. Yeah, but you never want to yeah. change those boots again because they yeah. fit you perfectly. Well, it's the same as the, the, we've got boot stretches up there as well for obviously widening and lengthening the boots, so. That's brilliant. Yeah, we, we try to think of everything that a player might need is counted for. Talk to me about um, goalkeepers, because they're different. Brilliant people. Yeah. Brilliant people. Yeah. I've never met a goalkeeper that isn't strange. <laughs> really? Is that right? So that's, no, the old, no. that's the old cliche, but that's true then. No, it's not. It's not it's, it's, Lucas Fabianski is one of the best pros I've ever worked with. Yeah. Like, going back to like uh, match day, he likes a ball on his kit. So when he comes in, his gloves go straight on and he can feel the ball in his hands. It's, it's, it's little things. Like, once you know the player's routine, yeah. it's, it's not easy, it's, but you just have to make sure everything is there from like. They will all change, like the goalkeepers especially, they'll warm up in like with like tights on, like the yeah. compression tights, all the sort of different types of compression they have, then they'll change ready for the game. But once Lucas is in the game, he doesn't, he's, he's one who won't change his shirt, but he'll carry his own gloves with him. So when he first joined, I always go to him, like, what gloves do you want me to take for you? He goes, no, no, I'll take my own gloves. Right. So I was like, really? And I've always in the back of my head, well, if he walks out of his hotel room or the fire alarm goes off, he can't get back in and, yeah. and obviously they've got to leave to come. So I always put a, a, spare, pair a spare pair in my tin. Of the same brand? Of the same brand, yeah. yeah. And obviously he has his gloves, gloves modified. How, the, how do they modify them? They just make them, like, um, it's hard to tell you about visually showing you, but if you've got time at the end, I'll show you. Because yeah. Roberto's, they're both sponsored by Adidas, but Roberto's are very thin and long, whereas mm. Lucas are more bulky to suit his, right. not his, his requirements, mm. as to say. Mm. But no, he'll carry his own And they've gloves. all got absolutely massive hands as well. Lucas, his hands are huge. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Massive hands. Yeah, right? but I was going to say, he's brilliant. He's such yeah. a yeah. nice lad. Can you show me? We're going to the boot room and show so you around. you work, so what do you do? Sort of six days a week then? Yeah, six, seven days. Bloody it's, hell, it's full on. You don't have more days during the season either? Obviously, it depends on the... Uh, the uh, schedule the player the manager puts out oh this is amazing so, so this is the boot room how many pairs of boots would you say are in here oh, thousands yeah it takes to say it so really every... smells of boots as well yeah there. so every peg is one player right okay so that's sebs felipe's manu's snoddies so yeah. going back to the gloves yeah so these are robertos they're quite not bulky yeah okay yeah whereas if we those. go to lucas's peg they are massive though yeah Whereas Lucas is compared to wow, yeah, compared to Roberto, really big. So what they come in sizes like boots do? Yeah, yeah. So he's he's they all get given a box of gloves which may contain ten, fifteen. And the, and the the thing about the boots now is they're light, aren't they? They're yeah, really a lot light. light. These are very light. Can these you buy these light. commercially? Like, could yeah, you yeah, you can buy you can buy them. But who's, who's are these? These are Felipe's. Felipe Anderson's. Okay, right. Yeah. So most of the boys in there. Tend to have boots with personalisation on. Sure, okay. So they're Zabbers. And these are the ones with the socks built in and everything? Yeah, these are the built-in so socks. The so, same so, as so, these so, ones for Seb. So why would he wear a pair with these ankle bits on one day? Right, this is, um, this is the prototype that Adidas has sent the boys in oh, okay, to try. Right. So that's why it's plain black. Uh, sorry, playing back. Yeah. So it's just a prototype for him to try. Which is but the normally new. he doesn't wear ones. Oh, he does wear ones with the ankle yeah, bits on. Yeah. Anderson. So there. So when I was saying about the modified boots, if you yeah. feel that it's quite stiff, 
Yeah, okay, yeah, it is. Whereas if you feel, oh no, trying to find a pair that he's got. If you feel that one. Oh yeah, it's much more loose. Much, much what, what would the difference be for a di different it's, type of pitch? Or di no, this is, the pitch is all the same now, this aren't they? Really? come back from, Yama's just come back from injury. So it's a lot lighter on his feet. It's a lot, okay. lot easier for him to... So you have to bear that in mind as well? Well, as you say, you have to go to different kind of people to get them resent in for him. But, but when you come in here, so you're, you're getting prepped for an away game, yep. you've got you know, 200 pairs of boots in here. Yep. Do you speak to each player individually and say, individually. Like, what, what yeah. boots do you want? Yeah, individually. And what I'll tell you. Be fair, what helps me out in my job is, say, on a 48 hours before a game, I sort of know what each player's wearing. I've got, I've got players, Fabian Valbuena, two yeah. studs, every game. I don't think he's ever worn a pair of moulds since right. he's been at the club. So, so like, not worn a pair of moulds. <laughs> no. But... Um, it's got two left feet, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> you've got to sort that out, mate. Well, yeah, got to sort that yeah. out. So, um, so you get you sort of get start to get a feel of what type of boots they're going to want. What type? Yeah, what type of one? If they want uh, studs changing, we change the studs for them. Either, no problem. This is based about this is based around weather, right? Yeah. Because yeah. the pitches are all pretty much the same now, aren't they? The pitches nowadays are a lot better than 15, 20 years ago. You, when the boys coming off the training pitch. Yeah. There'll hardly be any mud on the boots. So, so what happens then when you're coming to do your job and then West Ham draw against a, conf, yeah, a National League team away yeah. from home in the FA Cup yeah. and it's going to be a mud bath? What do you do then? Same as preparations. It is for every game. You, you can ask the players if they want to change the studs, but most of them nowadays are quite happy with what the footwear they wear. They just get on with it. They just get on with it. I was just trying to find some inner soles. So each player has got... Well, not each player, but some players have inner soles made to their feet. This, right. is, this is Mikel's peg. He has he has a pair of inner soles. There's about, I'd say there's about six or seven of them in there. So got a bit of extra cushioning on them. Just an extra cushion issue, like just a little bit of protection for him. Right, and he's like the medical boys prescribe. I'll get a text from the medical boys, or talk to the head of medical. Yeah. And he'll tell me which players have got all forty in, but most of them. And you got some boot stretches over boot there. Boot stretches, yeah. So I'm confused as to how the boot stretches will actually work because a lot of these, this lot of this material, yeah. feels like it's you can't really stretch it. Um, these ones just split, won't they? No, these ones here are Winston Reeds. Okay, oh, he's got big feet. Yeah, he has. And They're massive. Winston, every boot that he comes in, they all stretch now. To, to make it wider. To make, he's got make, wide feet. Yeah, just makes it just makes it a little bit easier. And he's tried them on three or four times, training them twice or two or three times, and he's quite happy with them. But it will just be until he's worn them in happily, then they'll just stay on there. Until How he, long do I have to stay on there for? Uh, they'll come off tomorrow morning before he trains, and then they'll okay. go in. You might want them in the boot steamer. We've got a boot steamer here. This is just a little one that travels with us. Yeah, like so you were we'll, talking about earlier. So we'll heat it up, boots will go in there. It just softens them really. Does it make them warm as well for a cold day? <laughs> yeah. People like that? Some, some, some do, some don't. Yeah. But it just, make, it just makes them a lot softer for when. All right, and amongst all these boots, over yep. on this peg over here, it's you've got coach. some old school looking, like proper brack leather umbro boots. Yeah, there. that's the coaching section. <laughs> so these are the older feathers, right? Yeah. So they like to wear, what are these, specialities or something? Specialities, which yeah. is like our umbro brand. So this is the coach's corner. Yeah, coach's corner. But they, they just wear. They're just like a plain black plain boot. Plain black boots. I suppose yeah. I don't need to be wearing them. Slavin used to wear um, white specialities when he was here. Did he really? Yeah, he used to wear the white ones. What, what would you say then, overall, show me all this detail and everything you need to be across, and it's quite an involved job. What do you think a good kit manager needs to be good at to, oh, to make the best just of got to be organised. Organisation is are you, are you an, You'd say you're one of the most organised blokes you know. No. You, you're quite self-deprecating, but you must be very, very... Probably it. compared to a normal job, I, 
you're always thinking about what you can do to well, make your week easier. Do you sometimes wake up in the middle of the night and go, shit, I better make sure I get that done? <laughs> sometimes, yeah, you'll be surprised. Yeah. More, more or less, if it's like we're travelling to a game and you think, right, is that there? Is that there? You've got everything you need. Like, yeah. Obviously, we've got checklists and tick lists and whatnot, but it's just a case of making sure everything's there. And, and you've, got to be, you've got to be pretty good under pressure, pretty, good, pretty relaxed as well, because you've got a lot of people asking you for lots of different things all the time. Try to be. The worst one is when... Like, simple as it stands, is like a player's lace will come out of its eyelid or something right close to kickoff. Yeah. Obviously, Deck has an extra eyelid put in because he just prefers right. that to go over the boot rather than under the lace. Right, okay. So they added us put an extra one in for him. Yeah. Sometimes, obviously, when he cuts the laces, that can sometimes threadle back out in a rush. Yeah. So it's just a case of like making sure it's. You're all about the detail yeah. in the organisation. Try to be. Try right. to be. All these shin pads here, is there like a limit on how small they can be? No, it's, it's, it's player's preference again. But right. they're surely like under the laws of the game, they have to be a certain size. They get checked before they go out by the fourth, okay. by the fourth but they saw okay. what each player likes. Because they're all really small. Yeah, yeah, they're all from when, these are probably the biggest ones we have. These are Carlos, they're Carlos Sanchez's. La Roca. La Roca, which yeah. he has on his boots. Yeah. So they're probably the biggest ones we have. Zabas are quite a good... They don't ever want to be changing those, do they? Nah. <laughs> they don't have like a hundred different pairs of these like they have boots. I carry spares with us just in the tins over here. There's a lot of big tins, a lot of kit in it. Yeah. As you'd probably expect. Yeah. Obviously. Do you have anywhere you can go and sit down and have a cup of tea? Oh, there you go. You've got a little desk here with a yeah, laptop. My laptop. A picture of Winston Reed to get me through a day. Is he your favourite? No, I just get on really well with Winston. Don't have favourites in there. It's because he's a New Zealander, right? They're all really easy going. He is, Winston. He's good as gold. Yeah. This is next door. Oh. Shirts ready for. Oh right, great. Weekend. How you doing? All right. This is this. There's a lot of shirts in here, Jamie. Yeah. There's a lot. Yeah. In there. Yeah. Okay, you got a lot to get through. All the other ones you've already done. Oh, of course. You got the poppy thing coming up. Yeah. So you're literally just fixing like little badges and stuff onto shirts. Yeah. There's so much that goes on behind the scenes, eh? Yeah. Brilliant. Yeah. Good luck with it. So are these designed just to be boot steamers? Yeah. Yeah, we found we come across these when we went on pre-season in Seattle. So mm. the lad who runs the company works for Seattle, Seattle Sanders. Oh, okay, He's right. He's and he goes, I put one in there and obviously he'd been emailing me previously. Yeah. I've got to hide that. Really? As a boy, see it, Joan, talk to me about what this is. Explain, describe this to me. Darren Randolph. I don't think, I think he must have got mislaid when he wrote that. To the best kit man, best wishes, Darren Randolph. It's probably to Andy or Pete. <laughs> so, I'm, I'm sure it's not. Um, so this is our normal, we're back onto the change room here. That's the training ground change room, yeah. We've got two washers, two dryers. Yeah. So everything comes in here, gets turned around. And obviously here we keep spare stock. All the towels, everything for people to get to inside, get um yeah. Inside the towels is like another set of kit for the players. And they've all got their numbers on them. All got numbers on, even down to sloggies, cycling shorts. Right. Base layers, and that's the staff. Now you are a busy, busy boy. Well we try across the three of us we try to be. And there's a gym in here. Yeah, there's gym and there's another gym down the end. You're always in the gym, are you? Pumping. <laughs> Rest day today. Yeah, is that right? Yeah, that's what I always say, yeah. <laughs> nice one. Why do they have the grass? Why have they got fake grass in the corridor here? Because they used to use, uh, use it for their rehabbing. Oh, good point. Okay, right. But 
Makes sense. This was a Stakhanov production. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.